0: What's up party people on this episode of the better fantasy bureau podcast We got so much to talk about week one is in the books and we got to talk about all The highs the lows the stud muffins who's done nothing and the surprises of week one And who was waiver wire worthy who did definitely go and pick up and who to pump the brakes on a little bit All that and much more on this episode of the better fantasy bureau podcast All right brain you don't like me and I don't like you But well, let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with fear. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Cast This place is an untapped resource.
1: I love it!
0: With your host, Flex with You must think I'm pretty stupid.
1: I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti.
0: Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours.
1: Help!
0: And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. What's up, Party People? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitlers, here my co-host, live and direct, with much respect... Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? What's up, party people? You okay? Uh, you know, a little. My throat
1: is a little bit. You know, so you're a little under the weather. A little under under the weather. Yes. You know,
0: I'm <laughs> I'm notorious notorious for having like a bad cough every week on this show. So you we can't have two of them. I'm about to kill you now. I don't like competition. You don't like competition. No, not. Don't in worry that about sense. it. I'm just smoking everyone right now. Uh, is that why you have the bad cough from smoking so much? S- smoking, smoking people in fantasy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Now, I know you worked on Sunday. Were you able to watch the games, though? No, no. Not at all? None of them? Able. Like, every now and then I'd, you know,
1: you know, put a you know little sneak peek and look then, gaze at the TV for like a couple of seconds, but that's about it. You know, I, I, I just look at the score and I'm like, wow, Brown Browns suck right now. <laughs> wow.
0: They can make for another
1: interception. Yeah, it like, was just what's going on. Tennessee it wasn't. It wasn't. Romping right now.
0: It wasn't a pretty day for uh, we have a we have a lot of those this week. This week was um, was, was def- it was definitely like a lot of like unpredictable outcomes that happened this week. You know, we had a lot of undrafted players who became stars. And like I said, you know, we have a lot of stud muffins who's done nothing. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people to talk about. I did not watch. A lot of football on Sunday I watched more on Monday night And then I watched more this morning Before the show When I woke up early For the fact was Is that I celebrated My two year wedding anniversary This weekend Congratulations Mucho mucho thank you And Anita Mucho, thank you. And uh, so and I made sure I promised my wife and i tell her because she knows that very much. And listen, she's a big football fan, too, so it doesn't bother her too much. But she knows that Sundays, you know, I really go into watching fan, you know, watching everything on fantasy football, constantly making all the posts about all the injuries and everything going on. You know, like I'm really quick with all that. So uh, I made a promise. To her. I was like, don't worry. Week one, at least it will not take over our wedding you know, uh, anniversary uh, celebrations. So. Uh, we did not, you know, we we had like a spa day. We went to go eat at um the Milos and Hudson Yards. We had a fantastic day. Then you know, yesterday she went to work, and then uh she we 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 had a Parkside restaurant after that. So oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a really, really, really uh, fun, fun filled weekend for everything. So uh, not too much watching, but when you know, when you have the NFL game ticket, like the Sunday game pass uh, from Directv, you get to watch the recap. And it's pretty funny when you think about it, like the game's like three hours long, right? Yeah. But if you go through the whole game, everything with just the offensive plays, like just every single play, it's only like 30, 45 minutes long, <laughs> like the game itself, because, you know, everything else that goes into play. But, you know, it's it's, it's funny like that if you think about it. But uh, so, yeah, so I watched a couple of the games there just to get some of the notes and some of the things I was interested in and watching some of the, you know, some, play, some uh, players, you're some players, some players I was looking at, and some players that I wasn't looking at. I want to see how they were used. So, like, you know, like talking about like waiver wire worthies, we're going to talk about we're going to get into all this. We're going to get into all this. Let's just start off first. We're going to get right into it. And let's start off with our stud muffins who've done nothing, the studs who were duds, right? Let's talk about the players who we drafted, like, first round and stuff like that, who did sh- or early third round, you know, whatever, around there, and uh, nothing for us. Who we drafted to be a wide receiver one or a running back one or, you know, running back one potential, and did nothing for us. So somebody like, for example, like Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, but that's more of an unfortunate nothing.
0: Right. No, it's an unfortunate <laughs> nothing, but still. Like, you know, you're drafting, but now it's what hurts us more. Is because he's going to miss a couple of games. Now, the recent update was going on with Tyreek Hill. Is that it looks like the y, the IR for him is a good chance he'll miss the IR. It's a very good chance that he won't be placed on Ooh, IR. That's good. He's still I, I I'm I don't. This is not an official number. This is just me guessing. I'm still guessing he's going to probably miss more or less about three weeks. But he's looking to miss multiple weeks. But he you know but he does not have to be placed on an IR. Uh, it would probably be a really good Joe Mixon situation of last year Where Joe Mixon was hurt for a while And he missed a couple of weeks And he still ended up as a running back nine So that might be the thing for Tariq Hill Unfortunately I have him in two leagues But luckily enough as that I have a decent bench Especially in one league where I have him I have a pretty strong bench Like I have like you know like John Brown on it And Malcolm, uh, Michael Gallup on it So I have some uh, Another one I have D.D. Westbrook on So I have some uh, decent uh, players to fill in for him for the time being Alright that's good so, uh, Terry Kill is one. Uh, Aaron Jones, another one. I know you were big on Aaron Jones, but you know, listen, he went against a tough defense. We get it. We this is all week one, yeah. No, this Aaron, is all just week Aaron one, Jones,
1: but you know, played a tough Bears defense, you know, a division matchup, yeah. And still, me, uh, in my standard league, uh, I, I ended up dropping uh, Malcolm Brown for Jamal Williams and uh, kind of regretting that right now after uh, you know. We saw what the Rams did with uh, splitting the shares with Gurley and Malcolm Brown.
0: So this is the thing, because Todd, Todd Gurley was also on the other and, I, and and this is the thing that makes me happy about the situation. I told people a thousand times, I said that if anything happens to Todd Gurley, that Malcolm Brown will be the first person up to get snaps. Is he going to dominate 100% of the snaps? I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm sure Daryl Henderson is going to be involved somehow. But the ADP was so drastically different between Daryl Henderson, Henderson and... Malcolm Brown, that people were just taking Darrell Henderson as if it was just a guarantee or he was definitely going to be involved. And I was saying, no, Malcolm Brown is going to be the guy. People are just ignoring this. And and look, he scored well, like 17
1: fantasy points over the weekend. Yeah, he got two touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, he did good. What- uh, one, one is Mike Evans. He's looking like. Right. So wide receiver two for the Bucks. So. Well, that was
0: a terrible game by Jameis Winston altogether. But, but just Only to touch to recept- a right, to really quick on Todd Gurley, what I forgot to say is that okay. what, 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 what things like not to worry about him too much is that the second half, he ended up doing a lot better. He had 89 yards on nine carries. So I just think as time progresses, he's going to be, you know, he's always going to be the main guy. He's always going to be the main running back when he's in the game, but he's going to keep progressing to keep doing better, um, you know, and not doing better, but keep being more involved as he used to be in that offense. I just think that they're just, you know, easing them into it little by little. I just think it was just a weak one thing. I don't think the uh, the Rams are going to take the approach like, you know, how they've been
1: using Gurley the last, you know, like two, running him years. into the ground. Yeah, like a bell cow. I think there's going to be
0: much more of a split. He's still going to be the bell cow, but he's just not going to get like the 90%. Yeah, I, think. I, just, I think it's more like a 75%, 65%. Might, yeah, maybe. That's why I
1: think it's going to end up happening. But – he could still be highly efficient with that. He could exactly, be Kamara-esque 100%, Yeah, yeah exactly. those touches. It
0: perfectly said, yeah, Kamara-esque he'll be instead of more like what Christian McCaffrey did this past week.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. So, like, you know, Gurley, that's all, the only thing is to be concerned about is how many snaps is Malcolm Brown's going to get. But, <clears throat> you know, as long as Gurley is efficient with the limited touches, you know, even if it's 70%, Right. You know, you consider that limited cuz mm-hmm. you're talking about a uh, player that was gaining 90% of the touches. Uh it's it's still going to be good as long as he's efficient. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, 100%. So, don't be too concerned. No, 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 I'm not too concerned about it. It's only week 1. Um like but you know what it was when like, I got said I told you this before the show it hurt <laughs> to lose my match. Shout out to Roy. He had his Royal Palooza over the weekend. He always makes a big event out of that and he does a great job doing it. Um shout out to him and, and I lost to him this weekend, but it hurts. But the way I lost to him because I was gonna lose regardless. I was down like let's see, I ended up losing by two points. So I was down fifteen points. And he had Sony Michelle and Steve Gadakowski. So I was gonna lose regardless. I knew that. But Sony Michelle, another stud muffin who done nothing, like yeah, man, terrible. 15, one, 15 w- attempts, <laughs> fourteen yards. Yeah, one point four fantasy points. But Steve Gadankowski <laughs> got sixteen points, so I'm like, all right, if Sony Michelle ends up having, like, if you're down fifteen points and the guy has Sony Michelle going, it's a good chance you're gonna lose. If he does so bad to only score one point four, but your kicker comes up and puts up the Sony Michelle numbers, that's a terrible swallow. Like I would, you know. I'm, but then again, I was like, I was gonna lose regardless. I knew, like I went into it that. That weekend, knowing uh, that night, at least, knowing I was like, ah, I'm done. I'm going to lose. I can't win this. But the point was, is just, this is also another thing where I talk about when people say take away the kicker. You know, arguments about at least taking away the kicker. Like, no. No. Like, that's still kind of fun. Like, how, who would expect it? I mean, not, well, it's got a Kowski, so you could expect it. But seriously, like, for your kicker to score 16 points? Yeah. That's that. That's what you thought. Sony Michelle was gonna put up. So that's why it makes it fun. His kicker gave him enough points where he could get that win. If it wasn't for his kicker, we wouldn't have got that win. You know yeah, what I mean? That's why I am like, I am against always. I am against people wanting to take away the kicker because, like, oh, it's such an irrelevant thing. Like, no, not at all. Like, this is a clear situation about it. Why not? But still, it was a tough uh, pill to swallow. So yeah. So talking about um, Mike Evans, not looking good, not at least that first match. But I think it's more mainly because of Jameis Winston. Not looking good. Well, you know, Chris Godwin still got points. You know, yeah, he got the because he got the touchdown, but still, Jameis Winston got three interceptions. He went twenty for thirty six. Yeah, for only one hundred ninety four yards. Yeah. Granted, listen, you got you got you got uh, you know Richard Sherman over there on the 49ers. but still, it's not like the 49ers are like a stingy, strong defense. But you know what's weird is that Jameis Winston, it's like he still ends every year with decent fantasy numbers. You know what I mean? But it's like it's fool's gold. Hundred percent full goal. Like Matthew Barry was saying uh, yesterday on his show, he was talking about how uh, James Winston is like Lucy from Peanuts and Charlie Brown. Like Lucy holds the ball yeah. for Charlie Brown. She's like, "I, right, I promise I'm not gonna take it away. I promise I'm not gonna, I'm you're gonna be able to kick the ball." And then when you go out, it, whoosh, nope, nope, like, nope, nope. It's like I promise this year I'm Got gonna do good. He. Promise this year James Winston's gonna do good. <laughs> nope, and he did not do good at all. James Winston. It was a bad first week for him. He did not, uh, you know, ended up with all these. 7.3 fantasy points. Yeah. Terrible.
1: Uh, Evans with 4.8 and Chris Godwin with 14.3. Uh, did you get to look at uh, the running backs? You know, it's pretty interesting.
0: So one guy I was really happy about was last night, uh, Josh Jacobs, one of my fantasy oh. crushes, definitely looking like he's, uh, you know, he's doing good there, and it's definitely somebody that I get you know, my fantasy crush. I definitely want him in a league, got him in one of my leagues, very happy about that. And uh, so, yeah, Josh Jacobs was somebody. He got, like, definitely a – all the carries he could handle. He got that one long, long catch and he got his two touchdowns. So Josh Jacobs is definitely somebody that I was very happy about to see that he did well.
1: Yeah, and, and for the Raiders, uh the tight end, Darren Waller. He did really good. Yeah.
0: You know? That you know what? They did, and then and remember uh you know, I want to give a quick shout out also to my boy Ramsey, and I told him too, and and then when I was looking at his at one of his leagues that uh he he drafted and uh I saw that Curtin Sutton was there and I told him and he and he has Delaney Walker as a tight end. Okay. And I told him, I was like, dude, if I was you, I would drop Curlin Sutton and I would pick up Darren Waller. Drop Curlin Sutton, pick up Darren Waller because Darren Waller is going to be used there. And in case Delaney Walker gets hurt again, you're going to watch. He's going to be a hot wave of wire pick week one. Trust me. And you're already going to have him. So do that. And he <laughs> did that. And it paid off for him. Nice. Nice. So Good. Good advice you know. there, Flex. I, I, that's, Very what I'm, good that, job. that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm here for. Uh, another running you sure back. You told him TJ Hawkinson, though. Teacher. Even though, listen, even though Curly <laughs> Sutton did do good, seven receptions for 120 yards. Yeah, he did good. Curling but Sutton. still, I just think with the tight end position being so depleted as it is, I mean, remember, he's got like, you know, it's a 10-team league, so he's got a, a ton, a ton of wide receivers to win that league where I told him that. But I just feel like to have a backup tight end, which is really good, like God, God forbid anything happens to Delaney Walker, he's going to be there. Um TJ Hawkinson, yeah, wow. Uh, You know, I had a lot of people hit me up about TJ Hawkinson, like because he was on my do not buy list. I had a bunch of people hit me up about it. Even uh, Bobby hit us up on the on the on the Instagram. So Hawkinson, huh? He's like he hit me up about it.
1: (laughs) Now Hawkinson looks like the real deal for me, man. Nine targets, six reception, one hundred thirty-one yards, one touchdown.
0: Listen, everybody for Week One, enjoy it while it lasts. I it's I think at the end of the year I'm still gonna be right. He's not gonna be. Even if you look at some of the passes, too. because He's first, not going to be what? He's not going to be like 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 a fantasy viable. Viable? No. Tight end one is viable. No, he's not going to be a tight end one. He's not going to be a tight end one. He's going to probably end up like a tight end 16, 18.
1: All right, so he end up like as in general as a tight end two. Yeah. yeah all right, so not a tight end one. Okay. No, he's not going to end up as a tight end so one. You're general. crazy. You're crazy. He's going to end up top six. Okay. You're crazy, my friend. Okay, we're going
0: to see top six. You're wild. Yes. Um, Still, like it's 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 uh, I was watching that game a little bit. You know, he had a couple of passes down the field. Like a lot of his passes, a lot of those yards just came from like downfield passes. You know what I mean? Which is great. Take give me those. No, I'm. It's a hundred percent is great. I think it was a great for week one. But remember, it was going against the Cardinals, so it's not. You know, it was going against the Cardinals. The the offense definitely did look better. But you know, then again, the Jets' offense last year looked like awesome on week one also. When true. they played against the Lions, very true. So it's it's a I take it with a grain of salt. Be happy about it. Be happy about it. You know, Lions fans can be happy about it, and I'm fine. I'm fine with you. Everybody be happy about it. I'm. And I'm. Like, listen, I gotta take it right. I I kept saying no T.J. Hugginsen, no T.J. Hugginsen, and week one he killed Does it still make me wrong? At, at the end of the year, we're going to see if I'm wrong or we right. We shall see. At the end at the end of the year, we'll hundred percent to see if I'm wrong or right. But as of you know, week one so far, I was dead wrong. Any other disappointments? yeah Oh, uh, it's funny so i heard this new uh pun for like a uh, new name for carry on johnson like carry on nothing to see here
1: <laughs> <laughs> carry
0: on nothing to, nothing see, to here. see here Oof. uh yeah, that was pretty bad and against like once again a defense that wasn't even all that great i mean the first there's another one of these games i watched like on these uh the 30 minute 40 minutes games on the game pass and yeah once again it's like one of those guys that he looked pretty good he got he got like a pass right away and you know he did. He got a couple of runs and he did good, and then for the rest of it, and unfortunately for C.J. Anderson, he's gonna he's he's like another Frank Gore. <laughs> it's like he's not gonna go down ever. He's gonna be some sort of he looks like another Frank Gore right now.
1: He's he's so thankful with the Rams what they the opportunity they gave him because you know he's still relevant. Yeah, he's he's still being relevant, and for those who own on Johnson. Like you, uh, like me, in dynasty, it's, it's dynasty. Uh, you know, it's an unfortunate <laughs> event. You know, you got him
0: in two dynasties, don't you?
1: Yeah, I got him in two dynasties, <laughs> but at least in one of them I do have CJ Anderson. <laughs> uh,
0: but you know, hey, let's say it's only week one, right? So I know, pa- but it just, do not
1: panic, guys. We do were talking panic.
0: about the committee, and it just looks like the committee BC is more of an issue than what we thought. Uh, James Connor and Juju, bad start to them. But granted, really they bad. went against a- Ben looked horrible, terrible, horrible. terrible. But it was a road game. World uh, game against the Patriots
1: Either it's because The Patriots have a Better defense than people think Or it's just,
0: man, it's just Well the Patriots Notoriously just, have always Been really good at Taking away their Wide receiver ones They've yeah. always been Really good like Even on average Even Antonio Brown When he would do it On average he would Score six fantasy points Less mm-hmm. So uh, when going against The Patriots Than what his average Was every year so, you know, he would have at least um, an average of six points less against the Patriots. So they were always very good at taking away that. So the Juju, I couldn't stand, but the James Conner one, wow. Like it, that front seven was just all over it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but on the ground, he didn't do good. At least he salvaged it with, uh, you know, with the target. The catches, catches.
0: catches, 44 yards and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so it
1: gave him at least double digits there.
0: No, with the, 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 the best thing about it is that he was definitely seen as the bell cow for that team. He was definitely the main guy using, getting all the main snaps. All the main carries, getting, you know, working good as a pass catcher. So, you know, it's week one. It was against a good Patriots defense that, you know, like I said, it was just scarier to see them stop the run as much as they did because Juju I was expecting to have not so great of a game. But uh, the person scared me the most. And this is one. So everybody we're mentioning about, like, I'm a little worried about on Johnson, not too much. Like Aaron Jones, another person I wanted to mention. uh, I did mention um, like, David Montgomery, I'm not even too worried about, to be honest with you, because of the fact that I, it's almost the same thing like what happened last year. I mean, they used Mike Davis way more than they should have. Way more than they should have. Like, they they ran a 3-1 and one with Cordero Patterson. Hey, listen, Mike
1: Davis is someone that you should no. take and own. No, no. you don't think
0: so? I, let me, one, no, no, it, no, what, no, ahead, go go no let me finish my point. So, they used Cordero Patterson to run in a 3-1, and one, right? So, it's like... I just think that Matt Nagy's going to see. When you look at everybody actually running the ball, David Montgomery was definitely the best runner. Tariq Cohen's a great pass catcher, but he dropped a couple of passes in that game as well. Now, the front seven for the the Packers, they definitely beefed up, and it looked really good. The front seven looked very, very good for the Packers, so that could be another thing, an issue used. But if you look at just who ran the ball, like David Montgomery was definitely breaking tackles. David Montgomery was definitely doing really well running the ball. He was strong at running it. Um... So Mike Davis just wasn't successful with his runs. So Matt Nagy, I think it's the same thing we did with Jordan Howard last year. He tried and he tried and he tried. So David Montgomery's time might not come for like another like couple of weeks, but they're gonna see that David Montgomery is the better ba- the best back on that team, and they're gonna use him more and more and more. So
1: I'm sure the offense of mm-hmm. the Bears is gonna tur- they're gonna turn it around. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky and, looked terrible. Yeah, he looks terrible. If he doesn't, you know, improve, then that, then there's something you have to worry about. But Someone that, if you're a David Montgomery believer, you should start targeting now. Start talking to the owner. He might have some owner resentment of on drafting David Montgomery. Right. And you might be able he to might. buy him a little lower than expected. And then, end of the year, he might be one of those league winners. I right? agree
0: with that 100%. If if you, you know, target the David Montgomery owner, especially if, if you iffy about him, so... uh that's definitely a good time to take advantage of it now because I think that his time is going to come, but in a couple of weeks more down the line maybe. Maybe I think like about another two, three weeks, he'll be like, that's it, it will take over. But unfortunately, he's going to keep guys like Cordero Patterson, Mike Davis, Three Cohen's all going to be involved. And in. Mike Davis just was not good. He just did not look good. So hopefully Mike Nagy sees that and not look good. But the person I'm biggest mainly worried about is one of my fantasy crushes. And who is that? It's not Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, I think is still going to do well, even though John Ross took over. We'll talk about him a little bit more later. But Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald was the biggest scare for me. He didn't even get his two catches till the fourth quarter when they were there said and done. Yeah. And listen, we said Ben Big, Big Ben did not look good, but it is a situation where you know that your wide receiver one is going to get locked up against the Patriots. I mean, you look for more for your tight end, Vance McDonald. And he did not, he did not look, it did not look like it was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. Yeah, luck. I, I have that's some why st- Darren Waller shares
1: of of yeah. uh, Vance McDonald and uh, you know, something that especially in Dynasty is just a big concern for me right now. Especially them trailing for the entire of the game, and yeah, you know, Vance McDonald had haven't done anything until and the, the whole thing we we're talking
0: about was all those like all those targets being vacated. Yeah, that we thought they were going to go. I mean, it, it's listen, it's still week one. Ben looked bad. It was a road game. It still could happen, but. Out of everybody we're mentioning here, like with Tyreek Hill, okay, he's injured, we can't really, you know, once he's back, he's going to be a wide receiver one, we just know that. Aaron Jones, okay, strong bit, strong defense, but he was used a lot, we're going to be fine. You know, Carry on Johnson, committee's a little bit of a problem, but you know, okay, we're not worried about Juju, we're not worried about James Conner, we're not worried about Todd Gurley, you know, Mike Evans, we're more worried about the play of James Winston, but not too worried about him, but still. Chris Godwin, though. Yeah, you love Chris Godwin. (laughs) But Vance McDonald is a real worry for me. He's a real worry for me, even after week one. I would say nobody. You shouldn't worry about anybody really for week one, but they were down for. Will a while. Would you drop Vance McDonald? No no, 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 no. To pick no, no. up uh, you know, Darren Waller. No, yeah, Darren Waller. No, 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 no. no. All right, no.
1: No, 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 no. I might no, consider
0: no, no, no. that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not
1: in dynasty, maybe not, but uh, I might consider that.
0: Yeah. Um, I would consider it after like another like few weeks of his performance. Like right. two three weeks, but like he's definitely the one that's got me worried the most out of everybody that we were mentioning, and everybody that I liked a lot, and everybody that was studs that was stud muffins that done nothing. All these people, the one that worried me the most is Vance McDonald. You know, Evan Ingram had a great game. Talk about tight ends, good for him. And he's might and uh, looks like Ingram. and looks like Sterling Shepard is uh, in the concussion protocol, might miss a game or two at most. I feel so more Evan Ingram.
1: Give me some Ingram. Yeah, I got him. So. Yeah, he's looking good, and uh, the
0: Giants' defense is not looking good. Uh, No, did not look good at all. We don't know what's going on there. Uh, Surprises of the week. Big surprise of the week, and all these people are probably going to be waiver wire worthy for the most part, but I'll mention one guy that's not on the waiver wire that more than likely, well, yeah, he's not on your waiver wire. You're not going to find him. And he killed. This is thank you, Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. Thank you. People were down on him. He was so down. On and I said, I said he drops when it comes to his ADP. He's still going to be a top 20 wide receiver, but he has the upside and the talent to still compete as wide receiver one because that is his talent. It's the same thing when, when big Ben was out for Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown did notoriously way worse when he had guys like, uh, like Landry Jones and, uh, Michael Vick throwing the ball when Ben Roethlisberger was out. He did not play at wide receiver one status because of the fact that he just did not have a good guy throwing on the ball. So that's why we were worried about a little about T.Y. Hilton. We both liked Jacoby Brissett. We knew he was going to do good. Yes. But it was the fact that Jacoby Brissett spreads the ball around a lot more. So that's why we were a little down on T.Y. Hilton a lot of facts. But he killed, dominated two he touchdowns yeah. and both in the red zone.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I got some shares of him, and uh, it, it paid dividends, and uh, it's looking good. You know, Jacoby Brissett, a lot of people were down. Of course, two seasons ago, he didn't look too good when he was. Uh, he replaced Andrew Luck. But people forget that he got traded for, like, days before the, the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was playing a terrible offensive line. And, you know, as far as weapons, he didn't have that many. Now you have a lot of weapons there. Obviously, now they just lost um, Devin Funches. Yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah. Uh, play, keep an eye on Dean Kane. Dion Kane and Paris Campbell. Those are two players you should keep an eye in, on. And um but you know, TY TY is gonna do good. You know, if you if you bought the dip, always buy the dip. He bought the dip. He's going to pay dividends. You know, his stock is not go back up. You know?
0: I, I got him in the fourth round in one of my leagues, and it's also the league where I also have some shares of Antonio Brown. What a roller coaster it's been with Antonio Brown. I've been posting a lot about it on our social media. Good time to mention it. Follow us at BFB Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow us out there. And, um, but, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been definitely, a, you know, like it's a wild Roman Antonio Brown. He's now a Patriot. Do you can now see him as a wide receiver one.
1: Nah, I think he's he's gonna have explosive games. Look what uh, what's his name? The the wide receiver three for the Patriots did. Uh, what's his name? Um, I can't remember. But he's he's still gonna have a good role. And you know, what Tom, did this this week? Yeah, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, yeah so Philip, Philip Dorsett, Dorsett scored two touchdowns. So obviously Philip Dorsett is gonna take a step back. Please don't pick no. him up because that's Antonio Brown right there. So you, if you saw what Philip Dorsett did, that's. Easily could be Antonio Brown plus more, and with Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown there, James White is Tom Brady is I think this is the best offensive of, uh, weapons he had in a long time with Julian Edelman too. He's he 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 could win MVP
0: this season at uh, his age It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're like they're like the favorites now for Super Bowl again. It's funny because you know we mentioned before how the NFL is more fun than the NBA because the NBA you kind of already know. But let's be the NFL is quietly not quietly, but the NFL has been dominated by the Patriots with the past couple of years. But the thing is with the NFL, at least we always see a new team emerge every year to be like another like stud and another like wild like hard team. Like not too long ago that we see the Jaguars emerge as some sort of like. You know, great team not too long ago. You know, the Chiefs came out with Pat Mahomes. The Beast is, you know, one of the greatest offenses right now in the team. So that's the thing definitely about the NFL. Yeah, the
1: turnover on teams uh, being dominant is uh, is very frequent. Like a- any given season, there's a new team that arises and, uh, you know, is a dark horse and uh, and competes, you know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Patriots, they're, you're you're talking about, you know, a dynasty of its own. There hasn't been a team or franchise this dominant in any sport, if you can think of it, because it's so hard to do it in football. And, and for these guys to do it for so long, you know, much props for them. I don't want to give them the props, but you know, no, I don't want to give was, was this dynasty is over. Uh, you, you're not going to see the, this type of, uh, you know, repeats as far as, uh, you know, championships. So anyway, but, uh, if it's, they're just, looking too good. I just, you know, I,
0: I don't know. The Antonio Brown talk though. Like, so I, I'll be honest with you. If we were doing the drafts all over again, like this year, we just started a brand new draft. Like, if you, you know, some people are still drafting. If we were doing that, I still view Antonio Brown more or less the same of where he was, but a little higher. Oh, no, he upgraded as far as right, a wide receiver. Still, I still see him as like a mid to early round two kind of pick. Like, no, before I was like a mid to late round two. No, nah, to me, he's a late first. No, nah, to me, he's like a... Still early too. He's with Tom Brady now. No, no. So the reason why on, he dropped the thing is he's he was Antonio with Derek Carr. He's Antonio Brown, right? We all know, but now he's just on a better offense with a better quarterback, right? And but you know, it's still he's still got the target share still there with Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. The only person I think this hurts on the Patriots is Josh Gordon. I just feel it hurts Josh Gordon. Julian Edelman, I think, is going to be hundred percent fine. I think Julian Edelman is gonna be safe. Tom Brady loves Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is going to do what you think he's going to do. He's going to get like his six catches for like 80 yards. You know what I mean? Like Julian Edelman is going to be fine. Uh, James White might get hurt a little bit, but I think who gets hurt the most more than anything is going to be Josh Gordon for this team. That's what I see. Josh Gordon? He's going to get hurt the most for, for this. Antonio but he's Bronson.
1: a big play guy, him and Antonio Brown. So they don't. Any they,
0: any of them, but Antonio Brown is going, to, is going to be the favorite. He's not the favorite to talk about, he's going to be the wide receiver one. You know, he's he has to be. They're paying the money. You know, he lost his $30 million, but then he pretty much found it again. So it's just, uh...
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, Tom Brady, like he does, he's not aging a bit. Like he was three for four for pa- uh, passes over 20 yards. This guy, man, like, uh, he, he, he if you look at his throws, he, he, he still has a gun, man, for his age, man. Um, anyway, enough gonna... Patriots talk,
0: but, about... um, but yeah, so, so some, uh, some surprises of the week. Oh, and also talk about quarterback week. Wow. Lamar Jackson, first QB in
1: NFL history to have a game with five touchdowns, three hundred passing yards, and plus fifteen yards per attempt. Per attempt, thank you. And three
0: or f- fewer incompletions. Thank you to the Miami Dolphins defense, being as terrible as you are, to give us that fun performance. Oh, and Antonio Brown. The Patriots face the Dolphins next week. Woo-hoo, this week coming up, that's going to be not fun to watch. That's that's when you start Sony Michelle. That's when you start. So, you know who's going to be a sleeper for me? And we'll talk about that when we do our other episode this week, talking about week one. Well, you're one. definitely going to start starting Michelle, no, regardless. You but. are. But uh, Rex Burkhead is going to be a sleeper for me. Oh, yeah? They're going to just have such a dom- dominating lead. They're going to let him run the ball a little more. <laughs> they're like, all right, everybody takes so take the second half off. <laughs> they're going to re-sign Cordero Patterson out of nowhere, and he's going to run the ball again. Watch. <laughs> um, Yeah. And Mark Andrews. What a game for Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. People are going to get into it right now, talk about the surprises of the week. But, I'm happy about the Mark Andrews pick. I took him in three out of my five leagues and paid dividends, huh? At least for I this played league. him. I played him in two of them. Did you win those two? Yeah. No. Okay. Wait. No. Wait. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I won. I won one of them. One of the two. All right. I, I lost all my ESPN leagues, and I won the Yahoo league and the, the one we have in the Sleeper app, our Dynasty league. I won that one. Maybe you have a Matthew Berry curse that's coming up. Uh, okay.
1: Ever since you met him, you lost. Maybe, right? ESPN. I lose yeah. all my ESPN leagues now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: not good because three out of my five leagues I'll, are I'm going to call it the Matthew Berry curse. That would be so hilarious. <laughs> Matthew gets the Matthew Berry curse. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So, uh, you know, surprises of the week. Let's talk about the guys who surprised this week, the undrafted stars. Uh, so, John Brown, he's my hottest ticket for the Wave of Wire. There's a lot of – Smokey Brown. First of all, yeah, Smokey John Brown. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of – people on the waiver wire that people are going to get hyped about and going to go you know overboard with and they're really really excited about so i'm going to talk we're going to talk about some of the guys that i think that you should be looking at uh john brown's definitely one for me i mean the downfield looks are just fantastic for him we all know he's a speedster we know he's a guy that could do it a little bit of all i think he's extremely underrated i've always think that um Oh, just a really quick uh, update too. Uh Greg Olson showed up on Monday to pass his practice with a back injury. He is not on practice today. All right. Ian Thomas. Today Tuesday as we recorded Ian this entire night. Ian Thomas. All right, cool. Yeah, we gotta get to some injury outlooks too. But um Yeah. So John Brown is definitely somebody that I would definitely want to look at on the waiver wire. Uh, He had a fantastic game and killed. I had one of my um, rosters. My bench was just dominating all the way. It happens. It
1: happens. Uh, Another surprise for me, especially being a rookie, there was a lot of rookies that uh, made an impact this uh, first week. And one of them is uh, Terry McLaurin, seven targets, five receptions, 125 yards with with a TD. Uh, if you look at the snaps, he, he's pretty much the wide receiver, too, for that offense. And uh, if he's on the waiver wire, he's a player you should definitely target. He's definitely going to get, uh, you know, the targets as well. And, uh, you know, he's, he's already high high on snaps. So, yeah, Terry McLaurin
0: looking good. T- Terry McLaurin was looking good definitely there. Sounds um, like a car, like a nice car. Room, room, room. Terry McLaurin. I, I can see it. I get it. I can see it now. Now that you mention it, I do see it. Um, Devin Singletary Love to see him there Love to see And you know what I gotta shout out this guy Remember I told you about That guy in my league And, and you know what it is like I don't know the guy <laughs> The guy that dropped uh, LaShawn uh, McCoy, McCoy. McCoy Frank Gore <laughs> And his starting running backs Were LaShawn McCoy And uh, Jalen Samuels McCoy didn't do that bad today, This week But what's funny Is I gotta shout that guy out I gotta shout that guy shout, out shout Not out McCoy out. Shout, shout out the guy letting Cause you don't know why Cause I You know what trade I offered him for Juju I offered him Aaron Jones John Brown and Devin Singletary. Well, let's be clear. The first offer was Kalen Ballage and I said if you don't want Kalen Bellage, I will throw in Devin Singletary. Yeah. But I wrote that in the note. But I did say if you don't want Kalen Ballage, I will give you Devin Singletary. So if he maybe paid attention enough, if he was smart enough to pay attention, which I don't I don't I don't know the guy, but maybe he didn't. I mean, we over here instigating right now. But still, the point is he could have had on his team right now John Brown, Devin Singletary and he could have played them. Because
1: he, he hates fantasy football so much right now. <laughs> he hates fantasy He football. probably hates he, it. He he's played like, what it. am I doing? He's so stressed right now. Like, every move he does or doesn't make, it just backfires. And, you know, it, it happens sometimes. You, you know, it just sometimes you get that luck with the draw that things are not going your way. And, hey, yeah, hey man, you gotta, sometimes you got to pull the trigger on some, some of these uh, trades, you know? You got to gotta do it. Look at this. And then you drop, you drop LaShawn McCoy. Who, if you look, if he he more than tripled Damian Williams' rushing output on three. And his cars. only other running
0: back on his team was uh, Adrian Peterson, who he couldn't play because he didn't start. <laughs> he, had, he had
1: he was a healthy scratch. Nah, but he's definitely gonna be active active uh, next week. With there's guys uh, being uh, seems like he's gonna miss some times with with his uh, so, with his knee.
0: I'll give you some updates on Darius guys right now as I'm pulling that up.
1: Uh, it seems like he uh, inflamed his uh, meniscus.
0: So you can't confirm that the Darius Geis injury is to the meniscus. The timeline is still up in the air. One belief is that he could be back by next Monday if things go well. Another source says it could be up to four weeks. So we got to keep an eye on what's going on with Darius guys This was the concern that we all knew that he could be a very good running back, but it's just the health from Straight out of the gate, already shown to be a problem. If it wasn't for this health, he'd be a lot higher, but, yeah, that's the thing. Um, Which,
1: uh, hey, listen, Chris, you know, someone you had to pick up is Chris Thompson. He's only owned an 18.9% of leagues. Yep. And uh, it, it, he seems like he's a guy that's going to get volume and targets for that. You know, like, he's going to be the steady guy there. He's not going to win you leagues, but if you have him in your team, in your bench, He's going to be a guy that you can look at and say, hey, he he could be a good flex option this week. Yeah. Week he, in and week out. Uh, Yeah. And that doesn't hurt. Sometimes you need players that just is good for flex options
0: because injuries come and uh, that's
1: when they're very, very valuable.
0: So Chris Thompson is definitely somebody on the waiver wire. Another person that's definitely look on the waiver wire for me is uh, Raheem Osterts. Raheem Mostert is definitely somebody that you want to look out for. We're, we're kind of like all over the place today. We're not like yeah, organized. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. Just got to listen to the whole show throughout. <laughs> I guess anybody listening. But I guess we're talking more about the waiver wire uh, worthy. So we I mentioned John Brown. You mentioned Chris Thompson. I'm mentioning Raheem Mostarts. Definitely somebody worth picking. De- uh, Tevin Coleman has a high ankle sprain uh, for his IR. Out for the 49ers in Cincinnati is week-to-week week after that. I IR is not a possibility. It sounds like it's good news overall. So he had a high ankle sprain. Uh, they're not going to place him on the IR, and they'll more than likely look to add another running back. They'll probably uh, upgrade Jeff Wilson, which they had him last year on the team. But Raheem starts before he uh, broke his wrist or his forearm, something with his hand or whatever, something in the arm area, uh, he broke last year. So before that, he was doing fairly well. Like he was doing fairly well. Matt Breed is definitely going to be the guy they're going to use. They love Matt Breed over there and he's been doing well, but uh, Raheem Ostarts is definitely worth a pick because we noticed some people out there that are not going to be worth this wave wire pick. Like one for me, that's not worth it. John Ross. A lot of people are going to be hyped over John Ross. Fool's gold, right? John Ross is definitely, definitely fool's gold. Like John Ross to me is somebody look, He's been in the league for like about three or four years now, more or less, something like that, right? Yeah. He he's been hurt. Like he's I feel like he's going to get hurt again. That's what he is. Last week he was the second scoring uh wide receiver overall. Second highest, scorer, second yeah. highest scoring wide receiver overall. A shout out to Sammy Watkins, not only being the highest scoring wide receiver, but the highest scoring player in general <laughs> last week was Sammy Watkins. Um no, John Ross was the third highest scoring. Sorry, excuse me, because uh, Deshaun Jackson was the highest. Which is another surprise. Yeah, big surprise. But still, Sammy Watkins was the highest scoring one with 46 points overall with three touchdowns, nine receptions, 198 yards. There's another, the fantasy football is calling the lizard king. Do you know why? Why? I don't know exactly the tweet, but basically something about him. He feels that he's half human, half reptile, and that <laughs> it scares him how good he is. So they call him the Lizard King, you know. uh, He's looking good, man,
1: especially now with Tyreek Hill being hurt. He's, you know, if if you're one of those players that uh, drafted him very late and just took a flyer with him, hey, it's going to be – at least going to pay dividends for the first half of the season.
0: Sammy Watkins is somebody, like I said in a sense also, especially with the way he's playing now, is somebody like a Will Fuller. Play him while you can because you're going to get hurt again and you're not going to be able to play him. So play him while you can, especially, especially – with Tyreek Hill out for a couple of weeks, but still. So going back to John Ross, uh, fantastic game, seven receptions, 158 yards, two touchdowns. I wouldn't look too much into it. I mean, Tyler Boyd is going to be their main guy when AJ green comes back and he's going to come back. He is going to be their main guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, especially if your waiver wire is something of the fact of like, uh, where it's like rolling order. So, like, if you use your priority, you go to the back to the end of the list If you don't use it, you still up there. I like to wait for, like, that dominant dominant person that I know is going to take over. There are some people that I'm going to spend a waiver wire pick on this week because of what my team, I think, is going to need. But after week one, people get overhyped sometimes on certain things, you know what I mean? Like, there was one year when uh, it was like a backup to the Arizona Cardinals, and they thought that, he, now Chris Johnson was one of them when David when David Johnson got hurt and what did he ever do you know after Tennessee Titans you know yeah so the point is uh, even if you look at one of the touchdown passes from John Ross I'm not going to chalk that up to John Ross doing it well I'm going to chalk that up to just really bad defense um, they had the free safety there I bro, I, I say this name on purpose because I remember I was watching there was another one of these matches I was watching yeah Cedric Thompson and he might not even start again because of that bad thing the ball. He played the ball a little bit but he over he 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 didn't count it like you know like he didn't read it properly so it went over his head. If he would have just had two steps back, that's an easy easy interception. Easy. <coughs> like John Brown didn't make a great catch. It just fell to his hands because of the fact that the free safety uh, tragic Thompson did not make a good catch on it. Did not make a good play. It went a little bit behind him. He read it wrong. If he would have just literally had just one or two steps back. John Brown or John Ross? Sorry, John Ross. Okay. Yeah, John Ross made a good catch and yeah. scored a touchdown because Tedrick Thompson over-calculated where the ball was going to fall. Where it going to fall. You see him jump up. Uh, uh, he almost had it. He almost nearly got it, but if just one step back even. One step back, he would have easily intercepted that ball. So I wouldn't chalk it up too much about John Brown. I mean John Ross. He had a great. I keep saying it now, but he had a he had a really good game. Good for him. I mean it's the best game he's ever had in his career. But he hasn't played too many games in his career. He's always been overlooked by AJ Green. He's always been hurt. He's going to be overlooked by AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. And so. Tyler
1: Boyd the boy took his uh, you know, took his job. You know, pretty much. So yes, he,
0: Tyler Boyd is the guy. You know, he's been in that offense longer. Been there for about four years. And you know, so it's um, uh, John Ross to me is somebody that's over. You're looking at it too much. Don't look at it too much over there. Yeah. Who, who else you got for waiver wire worthy? Waiver wire word worthy. Um, Michael Gallup.
1: Michael Gallup. Uh, it seems like with his new offensive of coordinator, um, there's a different, uh, different approach with his Dallas Cowboys offense, and uh, that really looked good. I know the Giants' defense is really, really bad, but uh, it's pretty refreshing the the way they approach the game. And Michael Gallup, uh, you know, it seems like he's gonna reap the benefits of Amari Cooper having the number one cornerback on him he has seven receptions and 158 yards so you know he's he he could see he, i could see him being like a wide receiver three flex guy you know and uh you know he, he might rise to a wide receiver two if the cowboys offense gets better and better
0: yeah i don't know if he's waiver wire worthy you don't think he's waiver wire worthy he's in 78 percent of leagues bro oh <laughs> he's, wow really? he, he's doing that high. Dude he was drafting it every single draft I ever did He was wow. taking it every draft we talked about him being A sleeper you know what I mean He's Yeah but no I didn't think he was that high No yeah like I there's not one draft wow. that we did That he was not taking I'm
1: so surprised he's 78
0: i, I'm I not th- at all. I would have thought uh, maybe fifty percent. No, no, he's he's taking. <laughs> this, no, not at all. He all was, right. Well, good. Good thing
1: you guys drafted him. That's good. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said. It.
0: Don't get me wrong. He had, a, he had a great game, but I don't know if he's waiver wire worthy. He's, he's yeah, In yeah, ESPN, no, he's over seventy eight percent. You know so, what I mean? Wow.
1: No, all right. So forget that.
0: I mean, yeah, that, that's, you know, waiver wire worthy is somebody that you could probably more than likely find on the waiver wires. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I, I
1: to be honest, I thought he was probably maybe 50% on, but 70% on Nah, I He's
0: owned 78% that. of ESPN leagues and in Yahoo leagues, he's owned the 70%. All right. So, All right. uh, somebody that, you you know, stick with I, I guess it. I wasn't really that high on him at the beginning. I was, I was super high on him. I like, I love him as a really round flyer. Uh, somebody that you may want to look at a little bit too, uh, I don't know if I would spend the waiver wire pick on him, but I'll probably add him in your watch list. I would wait. If this guy is a free agent, then I would pick him up. So maybe not so much waiver wire. Someone drops him, you said? No, 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 no. If he's not picked up on the waiver wires by tomorrow and he's a free agent, then you could pick him up maybe. Uh, Randall Cobb, four receptions, 69 yards, one touchdown. Now, remember, they don't use a slot. Derek Prescott does not look to the slot too much. Well, maybe but with his new offense, you know, maybe with his different. new offense, it like the ball's going to be thrown all over the place. So it it lo- it looked really good for the Cowboys, and you know it hurts us a lot to say that, but it's true. It looked really good. So, um, uh, one you
1: know that you should definitely pick up is Miko Harmon. Now that Tyreek Hill is yep. going to be missing some time, Miko Harmon, doggy, Miko Harmon <laughs> was uh, the wide receiver that was known to be the one that was going to replace Tyreek Hill. Be- you know when he was in doubt being suspended. <laughs> so now that Tyreek Hill is Gonna be missing some time. Miko Harmon is the guy to own here. Uh, you're, you're talking about a high power offense. He's you know he's definitely gonna be re- reaping some benefits here. And he is you, you
0: super super fast. Like Tyreek Hill. One thing about him is that is that he is just so fast. Miko Harmon could definitely play that role. To be that speedster for that team. And see, he's definitely somebody that's way wide worthy because on ESPN leagues, he's owned in only 17.4% of ESPN leagues. Yeah. So it's definitely somebody you would want to look out there. I agree with that. Uh another guy definitely you want to look at, not too much too. This guy was just drafted in a couple leagues, but not all leagues. Um, Marquise Brown, 28% of leagues only owned in ESPN. I think he is a big waiver wire ad, not for nothing. I would definitely spend the money on him. Uh granted, it was against a very bad Miami, Miami Dolphins uh defense. That's not the point. The point was the Ravens offense looked way better than we expected. Granted, it gets a bad defense, but the fact is that they still looked good. Uh Lamar Jackson really wanted to improve his throwing. You know, in his percentage of throwing in his, in his pass, uh, passing abilities, and he definitely did. We saw him definitely, definitely 100% do that. I was very happy by the fourth quarter when they put in RG3 because the last thing I wanted, so I have Lamar Jackson in two leagues. Uh, last thing I wanted is for Lamar Jackson to get hurt. You know what I mean? He only ran the ball three times, which is good to see. Which is
1: great with the numbers that he put out. It's just absolutely, remarkable. that's
0: what I'm saying, but he could still run that ball, but it looks, I'm just saying, if Lamar Jackson continue, continues to throw the ball, the way he does, the way he did, Marquise Brown will definitely reap the benefits. I mean, granted, if you look at this fact, like if you look at the the Chiefs, right? Granted, I get it that all those wide receivers are really good. You know, like Sammy Watkins has the talent, but he's always hurt. You know what I mean? Tyreek Hill is a very good wide receiver. Travis Kelsey's is a really good you know, pass catcher. But the way Pat Mahomes just throws it and how accurate he is and how, like, the way he moves around in and out of the pocket – is what makes it easier to you know for him to deliver it to these good pass catchers. So it looks like Lamar Jackson at least for his first week it's something to really 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 like be happy about. So Marquise Brown is 100% somebody that I'm looking to uh to
1: even fix. if uh he only played 14 snaps. Yeah.
0: Right. But look what he did with his 14 snaps.
1: I I know he was targeted five times out of those 14 snaps and, you know, obviously 147 yards and two touchdowns. There's nothing to sneeze about. I think for the week one. He's definitely a a very talented guy. But if you do pick him up, don't expect to have immediate impact. No. It might be like a slow burn by the end of the, you know, that second half of the season. That's when, you know, he's definitely going to be making an impact. That's what what I think more is just going to be trending that way.
0: Yeah, like I know there's, uh, you know, the other kind of part of it. The other rookie uh, wide receiver AJ Brown is somebody that a lot of people are going to look at. I like Marquise Brown over AJ Brown more. Oh, uh, AJ, well, do you like Marquise Brown over AJ
1: Brown just because of the offense now, or just in general?
0: I trust the I, I trust Lamar Jackson more than I do Mariota. Yeah, and I just think that. Um, and just talent-wise, I mean, there was a reason why he was drafted over A.J. Brown also, you know?
1: Yeah, so, and uh, uh, Mariota is definitely going to be the one to target. His main target is Delaney Walker. Uh, yeah. I know that was a good call by you, you know, if you want to play a safe, you know, draft Walker. And uh, he's, he's looked like he's the main guy for Mariota there. Yeah,
0: yeah he's, always, he's always loved him over there. You know, he had a really good game the other week, you know, five receptions, 55 yards, two touchdowns. You know, like I said that, you know, I don't mind waiting... I said last, when I said they're in the draft, there's two tight ends I said I'll wait for. It. If I don't get myself Vance McDonald or Evan Ingram, because I'm more than likely not going to take George Kittle or Travis Kelsey or anybody like that. But I said if I'm going to take, if I'm not going to get like a Vance McDonald or an Evan Ingram, I'm going to wait then on an Delaney Walker or Mark Andrews. And they both came out and performed. That's good. So I'm still happy with my calls there. Yeah. Uh, What's another play, play you are looking at for the wave of wire? Uh, Gio
1: Bernard. Gio Bernard is only on thirty two point three percent of leagues uh, now. With Joe Mixon having, uh, you know, he might play next week, but that's up in the air. But uh, if he, he misses some time, you are talking about Gio Bernard, who's a three down back. Uh, even if Joe Mixon comes back, he's somebody that's worthy a pickup, and uh, you know, he 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 he's get, he's definitely gonna get the touches, and you know, he's gonna be efficient with it.
0: Uh Darren Waller we already mentioned is a waiver wire worthy and we already even know why that you know he's we we liked him a lot going into the year. I said also that he was a deep deep sleeper of mine. When we mentioned our best undrafted team, Darren Waller was the first tight end I mentioned about having there. Um so he's somebody definitely that I think one I think I'm going to take him in a team One of the teams I have Vance McDonald because of the fact that I'm very really worried about Vance McDonald after I know you shouldn't be after week 1. But he's the one I'm most worried about. DJ Shark is another wide receiver that I look at that you should definitely look and pick up. Uh, you know, he had the, the talks of him in camp are really good. Uh, I know D.D. D. Westbrook takes a little bit down. But listen, not, not for nothing, um, Gardner Minshew did pretty good in his start, like in his first 10 passes completing them. You know, he did not pretty his good. start.
1: Not his start. What? The quarterback? Yeah. No, it, it wasn't technically a start. It's that this guy uh, got All hurt. right, all right. Foles. Not
0: technically his start, but yeah. his first game he was playing. There you go. Jack was not technically his start, <laughs> but he looked really good, though. He did really well. I mean, you know, he came in the game early enough. You know, Nick Foles got hurt early enough, throwing it to DJ Shark but uh, or Chark or whatever you want to call him. I don't know how it is, but still... um. Garden Garden Minshew did pretty good. He was he did you know he was pretty sharp replacing him. So uh D.D. Westbrook might take a bit of a hit maybe because the reason that we love D.D. Westbrook so much that so I liked them a lot was because of Nick Foles. But Minshew looked good. If you ever look at Minshew, you ever see what he looks like? You no. watch the game? He no. looks like Ray Finkel before he had the sex change. Mm-hmm. You know what Ray Finkel is? Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel. You know what Ray Finkel is? Yeah, of course. I, He's Ventura. I, I, all right, that's listen, cl- this is definitely
1: a classic right you there. Didn't know who uh, Fonzie
0: Bear was. So I don't know. Uh, no, well,
1: yeah, yeah. remember what Ray, Ray Finkel. Come on, man, the, the King to wild in the world. What, what was it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the scene or reenact that scene uh, where he's like Ray Finkel, Ray Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn, Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn, yeah, Finkel and Einhorn, Finkel come and Einhorn. Where's the connection? Finkel what? and Einhorn.
0: <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel. Ray Finkel is a curse. <laughs> or oh, Einhorn is a man. man. Oh. Anyways, yeah, and he plunging himself to throw up. But anyway, but he does. If you look at Garda Menchu, he looks like ray finkel
1: (laughs) Uh, speaking of the jaguars uh, another player worth to mention here is chris conley chris conley has six receptions with 97 yards and a touchdown and seven targets if you know might as well take a shot you know especially if you're in a deep deep league chris conley is there take a shot because uh with this new quarterback he might be spreading the ball a little bit more who knows and uh you know it it in, in might my, in my work out. You know, you're talking about a veteran here who was playing with the Chiefs and he had good talents, but he never got the opportunity to play really good for the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, it might be his time here with the
0: Jaguars. Yeah, no. I don't think you don't I, think uh, so. Chris Conley's not – your opinion. That's your advice. Chris Conley to me is not my advice to take on the waiver wire. He is not who I advise to take. Uh I think it was a flyer of a game, outline of a game – you know, Gardner Minshew did pretty good his first game. You know, D.D. Westbrook's already drafted. I think D.J. Shark is emerging to be a very good wide receiver. I liked him a lot, too, in the draft uh, when they, you know, when he was being taken around there. I'm surprised he dropped as low as he did, to be honest with you, but still. No, but, you
1: know, if you look at Chris Conley's workout metrics, uh, he was high on all of them. You're talking about 98 percentile time, 40-yard dash, speed score of 98, 100 and burst score, and catch radius of 99 percentile. His, you know... He 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 has you know his spark score was 130, so he he does have the athletic ability, and you know it just it might be that he was just unfortunate with the Chiefs, so you know somebody with these type of athleticism, you know it might work out for him with the Jaguars. I know it's the Jaguars, but you know hey, it's worth a shot. You know especially I'm talking about more. In, I'm considering more deeper deeper leagues. Um.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 it depends on how deep your league is. Fourteen in the team
1: league and more, or even you know, a dynasty might have
0: gone undrafted. Um, like I he said, he might be in the waiver wire. Well, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I just uh, I wouldn't spend my waiver wire pick on Chris Conley, but still, uh, Danny Amendola, I would honestly spend it on. Not for nothing, I really would spend it on Danny Amendola because of the fact that, um, that he uh, that he got a lot of target shares over there. He dropped a couple of passes. He had a couple of tough you know, throws to him, a couple of good you know, times defended. But he was really targeted very heavily by Matthew Stafford. The, the, the offense looked a little better, but he really did trust him a lot. So the fact, honestly, I do like Danny Amendola as a waiver wire pick as well. Uh, not many running backs for this week. I know you mentioned Giovanni Bernard, another one, Malcolm Brown, is somebody to look at. I said it before, Malcolm Brown is going to be the guy if anything was to happen to uh, Todd Gurley, but I think Todd Gurley's is going to be okay going forward. Uh, anybody else on the waiver wire before we get into the injury, the who's hurt report? No, no, I think uh, we're done there. All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, who's hurt. Uh, every week when we talk about it, we tell about the p- who's hurt over here. Uh, we, we mentioned about Devin Funches, Tevin Coleman, uh, Joe Mixon. So with Joe Mixon, they're saying that the MRI came back all good. It looks like best-case scenario that it is possible that he might return for week two. Giovanni Bernard is a good handcuff to have for Joe Mixon, but it looks like he's going to be okay. It looks like he's going to play week two. That's not definite yet. I, I think if he's going to miss any time, he'll miss week two and that's it as far as it goes. But, um, it, I, it's not as serious as it says. Uh, Mike Williams sat out also for the rest of the game on Sunday. He is going to be fine. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, he didn't miss a snap, but you know, it, it, he didn't play well at all. Um, um, and he has to undergo tests for what happened to him for his wrist because his wrist wrapped during the game. He was, you know, he was hurt. Uh, if he misses any time at all, it's you know, the Browns. What are you going to do about the Browns? I mean, what a what a halt it was for them, right? Oh yeah,
1: that's that. We forgot to mention the Browns' offense as a disappointment. Duds. And, Odell, and- Odell, Odell. Odell kind of you know salvaged it, but. Yeah, in general, like, Baker Mayfield had a well, hard... Well, Jarvis Landry did what
0: I thought Jarvis Landry was going to do, get a couple yeah. of catches here, a couple of yards, got me, like, 11 points, you know? Yeah, but he, we, we never really had high expectations for no. Jarvis Landry. No. You know,
1: no, no, no it no, was no. more Baker with with Odell Beckham and Nick Chubb
0: and even Njoku, you know? um, Yeah, but uh, Njoku got the touchdown at least. But still, I mean, the first drive, they looked strong. They looked strong. And Odell already back in the news. You heard about this, that he was getting fined? For the watch. For the watch, wearing a watch. What the hell yeah, is he
1: doing? But I bet, I bet you that
0: the watch company is
1: paying the fine plus like plus more money. More money, Odell, more money. Yeah. So it's just money for him. Why not? And uh, and at, at, pro- at the end of the day, NFL is happy. They got money f- from a fine. Yeah. And Odell's happy. And the watch company. the watch wa-
0: The watch company probably did it on purpose. Like They're definitely going to talk about this Odell. Wear this watch. Yeah, They'll definitely yeah, talk about it. Very much so. And look, we're talking about it. I know but all better still, give us somebody.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: probably, right? But still it was uh it was tough um it was it was it was like a so hyped the Browns fans like the whole arena was just loud loud loud. Are loud you up. more
1: surprised with the Browns offense not playing as good or the Tennessee Titans? No, playing. the
0: Tennessee Titans defense I always knew was going to be somewhat well. I knew, I knew it was going to be good to an extent. I knew it, was, it wasn't going to be anything to sneeze at. Anything to forget, I knew it was going to be a good defense, the Tennessee Titans. I didn't think Derrick Henry was going to do what he did. No, I didn't think Derrick Henry was going to get a 75-yard touchdown to the house. He's my
1: bust of the year. Come on, man. No, nah, no, nah, I wish him the best. There's
0: still there's still a lot to, uh, well, you know, just because he busted doesn't I mean you want him to do bad. You know what I mean? You yeah, just yeah. thought he was going to do bad. Yeah. But still, there's still, uh, you know, a lot to be seen with Derrick Henry. I mean, listen, he could prove us all wrong. I didn't think he was going to be all that great, but he did great. Uh, Albert Wilson, not that any of the Dolphins should interest you in your fantasy football league, but Albert Wilson uh, was a popular deep sleeper in the season. I know you like him a lot. I like them a lot. And unfortunately, he has injured his calf in the team's blowout loss to the Ravens. He can be ignored in fantasy leagues for the time being. Yeah, he probably just like you know what? It's not even worth playing right now. Hurt. <laughs>
1: He's like, <laughs> I'm hurt right now. My calf is done. Just trade me. The
0: uh, team wants wants to get traded already. Anyway, and Juju Smith-Schuster, unexpectedly, still playing deep in the fourth quarter after a blowout. I mean, you know, at that point, they were, you know, they only had scored three points the entire game. But at the end, and this is when Vance McDonald got his two targets after he was hurt with a toe injury. It, uh, it's supposed to be minor, nonetheless. I need to monitor. Uh, you know, you got to look at the other guys like James Washington or anybody like that if he's uh, going to miss any time. Juju Smith Schuster, when the toe injury he sustained, I doubt it's going to be anything major, but still, that's when Vance McDonald got his targets. So we'll see. If, Joe, if Juju misses any time, then I'll, you know, of course that's why I'm not dropping Vance McDonald, but still, you know, uh, that's pretty much it on the who's hurt and everything like that. Everybody's fine. Everybody's scared about Pat Mahomes being hurt, and he's okay. He's okay. Nick Foles is going to, I guess, he's going to be placed in the IR. He'll look to return week 11. Yeah. Yeah. Gardner Minshew. I'm picking up Ray Finkel. <laughs> I'm
1: you picking him up. Pick, pick him up. And, and you know what? I'm going to pick him up in my rookie uh, league.
0: Go ahead. Look for him. Pick him up. I need a quarterback. All right, party people. That is the show for today. Once again, uh. Look, if you, you listen to the show and if you want to read all about this, you can read all about the show on the website. I'm going to post it up, betterfantasybureau.com. Follow us at b Podcast uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Fantasy Life. It's Better Fantasy Bureau. Hit us up on any of your sit-start questions, any of your trade evaluations, any questions you have all year long, party people, we are here for you. We got this week ones on the way. We got lots of giveaways going on, lots of t-shirts, lots of things to buy with the shop. Tons of things going on here with the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Big news also coming up. Uh, we got a new... Uh, game is coming up for you also for daily wise all that and much more what? coming up <gasps> Yep pay attention success on the list party people peace muchas gracias adios